Hello and welcome to Era on Air. And we're sitting down to discuss the first inaugural ERA HVAC and R salary survey. I'm here with David and Lee. Hi, I'm uh, Dr. David Jaquane and I form half of IF Market Research along with my colleague, uh, Lee Funston. Lee Funston here. Uh, David and I were colleagues at the Australian Institute of Management. We ran the survey research program there. And you'll soon hear from Tony Gleason, CEO of ERA. But first, I wanted to sit down and chat with the market researchers who analyzed the survey data. So as far as you know, is this the first salary survey to happen for this sector, HVAC and R? Well, we know it's certainly the first for this institute. And I know Tony's ambitions are to host or to to have this survey every second year or thereabouts. And that's a very sensible uh, objective because it will provide over time some really important comparative data and give you also, which David would be able to talk about, the potential for deep dive into into comparative analysis to compare segments of the workforce, age profiles versus salary income streams and, and a, what's the salary profile in one state to a next. To have the survey run every two years is certainly a good measure of time where you can actually compare, you can sort of develop a very good repository of data and just compare what's happening every two years or so to see how the actual industry is changing and what what trends um, are certainly developing. What was the main kind of takeaways you noticed from this first salary survey? What kind of jumped out at you personally that was of interest? This is a very prosperous sector. And it's a well-paid sector. The majority of those who participated in the survey are earning more than $100,000 a year. Uh, it's a very stable sector as well. Some 62% have worked in the industry for 10 plus years. One third have worked in the industry for 20 plus years. So a sector that has a very satisfied workforce, we find that 85% said they were fairly satisfied or very satisfied with their current role. A positive indicator for employers is that 70% of respondents said they are not very likely to change roles. So that'll be very good news to the organisations operating in this sector. It's a very stable workforce and the participants aren't going anywhere. What surprised both David and I, we found most interesting, was that the data confirmed too the profile of Western Australia as a state that's hurting. Uh, Yes, they were earning earning more money uh, in WA than other states, but they also, the participants, most likely to be pessimistic about their prospects in the next year and pessimistic about the prospects for their organisation in the next year. So WA is still in a world of pain and it's transitioning. Yeah, I mean, certainly the the data does allude to that, that it's a very, it's a very stable workforce. Even the fact that 90%, almost 90% full-time workers say that the industry is comprised of a very committed grouping of staff and there's some very sort of experienced practitioners within this industry. So I suppose something else that surprised us, in terms of the industry sectors, there's actually a very sort of broad range of industry sectors associated, 30% coming from building services, which was the actually the highest sector to respond to this survey. There is actually a very broad range of sectors like consulting services, operations and maintenance, wholesale, education, slightly over 1% from state and federal governments that responded to this. It is sort of a very broad um, cross-section. And uh, another interesting, if not uh alarming mildly alarming stat is that it's a very blokey 
yes. industry. Uh, some 92% of participants are male with just 7% female. So there's certainly significant potential to broaden the appeal of this sector to women. Potential for that's obviously quite significant. WA question, uh, there's no doubt that the income stream, which is which is high, currently very high in WA, notwithstanding the pessimism about it, it um, declining in the immediate term in WA, but no doubt the income stream has been linked to the mining sector and they've had to recruit uh, and pay uh, people in this in this area of endeavour at a higher level to attract them to the industry. And it'll be fascinating to see how the next survey tells us about how that's progressed in WA. So on the surface, it is a, a survey of salary information, but straight away you're able to tell me which areas are, are quite healthy, the industry, where people are happy, where people are looking to stay on. Uh, are you able to infer any kind of uh, work-life sort of balance or sort of satisfaction with not just the remuneration, but with the kind of value people are getting from working? in this sector? Well, I think it's a good question you ask, Mark. I think the stat that 70% say they are not very likely to change roles, that tells us it's a very high, very high response rate, surprisingly high. And that tells us straight away that, that those who work in the sector are very happy where they are. So straight away, this tells us the power of a salary survey of this type. And it should give a lot of comfort to organisations who are employing people in this space. And also, too, it it will actually be important for those who work in the space to say whether they compare in a similar way to the results. And so you've got from the individual's perspective and also from the employer's perspective, they'll look at this data and compare their own situation. So it's really saying to employers and individuals, how do you can compare to the bigger picture? And this is the power of salary surveys of this type. And that's why Dave and I both think this is a survey that will grow in importance over the years ahead. That's certainly what we found at the Australian Institute of Management. And it will happen here too. And the message really, I think, from the salary survey in discussing it with David is that this sector is is very healthy. Uh, it's paid very well. So if you are looking to transition from university into or some other area of, um, of academic uh, training and development into a sector, this sector is well paid. And, it re- and its retention of people is very good, as evidenced by the survey results. So this is a sector that's in good shape. Have you found in other sectors that their salary surveys, their industry surveys, are looked forward to? Is this something that people are really excited about a new survey coming out, that business decisions get made on the basis of new survey data coming out, that it kind of affects in a real tangible way? the lives of the people involved in that sector? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's nothing more powerful uh, in terms of a motivating factor in the employee uh, ranks in terms of how much I'm being paid, how much I'm being rewarded. It's a key driver of satisfaction and reward. I mean, certainly certainly during our time with Aimly, we did a report called Australian Training and Investment Reports. That was actually viewed as within the industry was viewed as a resource, as a resource to be used to sort of look at how people were investing in training and investments. That's right. And you'll see, I'd imagine, if our experience at the Australian Institute of Management was anything to go by, this survey 
will attract a lot of interest and you'll see Tony and his executive team, uh, I would imagine, being asked, well, next time you should add these questions to the survey. I'm sure members of the organisation, organisational members, will say, well, this is great, now we want these other additional questions for you to consider asking next time. That's certainly been our experience before. We're here at the head office of ERA on Elizabeth Street in Melbourne with Tony Gleeson, ERA's CEO and a name known to most listeners. How are you today, Tony? I'm good, thank you, Mark. It's good to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to have a chat. Thank you for battling through a sore throat today. If you hear a bit of background noise, that's because ERA is just a bustling place. So what brings us here for the first time on ERA On Air is the Sector Salary Survey. Is that the right word for it, Tony? It's the HVAC&R Salary survey. Excellent. And this is something that Tony thinks is especially of interest to ERA members. Um, Tony, can you tell us a bit more about why that is? What is the importance of this survey? Well, there's a number of reasons. I think the first thing is that there hasn't ever been a salary survey for people who work in the HVAC and R sector, particularly right across the sector. We're talking about from the engineers, the refrigeration mechanics, right through to the fridges. So it really does cut right across the sector. There's been individual surveys in some spots, but not across the sector and not focus on the sector itself. So it's unique. Would those previous surveys have been sort of company by company? Oh, some would have done that, or it would have been very broad, say, mechanical engineer alone. Mm. Uh, for example, it would have been, say, perhaps in the trade sector without a real focus on the HVAC and R space. So one thing that was highlighted when I was speaking to, to David and Lee before about the survey is the breadth and width of the sector uh, that is represented by ERA members. So we've got members of state and federal government, we've got members of companies. Is that sort of one of the strengths of ERA being the one behind this survey, is that the membership is so broad and diverse? I think it is because we do represent the, the whole sector, and that is the whole sector. We're very hybrid, if you like, to think in that we have multiple streams to our membership, and we're also trying to represent, advocate, provide uh, knowledge and education to that broad sector. And I, so I think there is not one typical ERA member and if you think there isn't just one part of the uh, sector that would be typical that you could describe it as. So it's a big, broad church. That's what we have. Within that broad basket of results we've got there, what were some of the main takeaways that you found especially interesting in the survey? First thing that hit me was it's well paid. No matter what, it's well paid. Second thing, it's educated both from the TAFE level right through to the uh, university level, but there's a strong degree of education in what people are doing. Third thing, it's stable. I think very stable in what people are seeing. And the fourth thing is there's a lot of positiveness about the sector at the moment. Clearly, when you look at the survey, Perth isn't so positive, but equally you look the people who are active there, it is still a well-paid sector. And so I think that it's a great industry to be in at a great time to be in this industry. So sitting as we are at the ERA head office on Elizabeth Street, what would you say to a mechanical service engineer working here in Melbourne that is especially of importance or, or interest in the survey? What do you think is sort of one of the main things that's going to grab their attention and want to make them check out the survey and the results. Firstly, it does give a broad cross-section of what people are doing by state and territory. 
I think the other thing, it does give a feel for where the economic conditions are. I think also the other thing that uh, comes about it, it gives a f overall uh, perception of where the industry is going to head in the next couple of years. And the aim of this is really to do it every two years, build upon that data as we progress. And, and again, this is the aim is to really have a benchmark to start with and then develop and grow from that. Yeah, can you tell us a bit more about the future plans for the survey? What is planned for it going forward? Well, it will be every two years, but it's also going to include more around our economic conditions. It's also going to be looked forward about what type of education that people are going to require so we can help better support the people. The exciting thing about this sector, it's very technology-driven. Technology, as we know, is always continually growing, but equally we need to respond to that but also give our members an understanding about what they need to invest in themselves. And where would you recommend members go to check out the results of this survey? Through this podcast, I'll certainly get a lot more. The magazine in the November edition of Equilibrium and 3, the results will be on our website. Thank you so much for that, Tony. Do you have any final words for our listeners as they're tuning in? Uh, the only other thing is the survey found that 93% of our respondents were men. Now, people will say, well, that's 7% women, uh, of course. But the flip side of that is when we started to investigate some of this band 2016, there was only somewhere between 2 and 3% of women. So effectively, the number of women or percentage of women in our sector has actually grow doubled. Now, we're still not uh, heading towards that 50-50, but there is an increase, and I think that's a very positive aspect, because certainly error, and I know the industry has invested time and energy to engage more women in the sector. And if anything, in two years' time, I'd like to see that 7% up to around 10, 11, 12%. And I think that's achievable. I think we can perhaps double that again. Well, I'm glad that those metrics are starting to be measured now because you can't improve what you don't know about and you can't set targets if you don't have the numbers to start with. So that's a really positive first step. And then we look forward to tracking the salary survey as we go forward. Thank you for your time today, Mark. Thank you for joining us to talk about this first ever HVAC in our sector salary survey. No doubt you're keen to dig into the results and analysis, and I'm happy to say you can get more info in the November issue of ERA's Ecolibrium Industry Journal or on the ERA website from December 1st if you're an ERA member or from late January if you're not yet a member. Thanks for joining us for ERA's podcast where we shine a light on the hidden industry. Make sure to check out our back catalog for more great stories and look out for more to come. To get in touch with us to recommend a topic or give us any feedback, it's just era at era.org.au. I've been your host, Mark Spencer. Have a great day.